On today's show, we have Shannon Scovell from North Carolina in the USA. Welcome, Shannon. Thank you so much for having me. No worries at all. No worries. I, I feel like we're blessed to have you on the show, actually, and um, it's it's been a, a good opportunity for me to to follow a little bit of your progress. And and in the same time, I feel like um, you know I've really started to feel like I've, I've I'm seeing people um, like yourself across the world, just with these giant hearts. And you know, for me, I I love the opportunity of of capturing um, these great stories and and you know allowing the listeners to to hear from from all over the world um you know what what some amazing people like yourself are up to so you know uh, no one else will know your story just yet so so tell us a bit about yourself and and also your endurance life okay yeah um so i grew up a swimmer i swam all through um middle school high school and then in college which was a great experience i swam for american university in washington dc um all the while, I was kind of tra- I ran cross country in high school, so I had running in my background as well. And mm-hmm. I picked up triathlon pretty young because I always knew I liked the long events. Uh, and swimming, the longest you can go in the pool is a mile. Uh, that's the longest race they have. Um, and I just wanted to see how much further I could go and uh, how I would do in some of these longer events. So I did sprints and Olympics mostly growing up, and then I did my first half Ironman my sophomore year of college, and then a second half Ironman uh, after college graduation and then my first full in July of 2018. My God. So, so sophomore, like that's, that's a new term for me. Like, oh yeah, sorry. How how, how old are you um, when you're a sophomore in college? Uh, 20. So you're 20 years old and you're knocking out a half Ironman. Okay. That's cool. (laughs) That's cool. And so then how old for then between that and doing your full Ironman? I did my first full at 22. Three, just after wow. I turned twenty-three. Wow, wow, and and like you know, I guess you're saying that you're doing a lot of training in that time, but you know, that's a pretty that's a pretty big event. Like, are you, are you, are you just like amazed that you're able to just to knock that out? Yeah, it was it was so surreal. I was really inspired by my parents. Um, we had been tr- doing triathlons together when I was growing up. Um, they did their first full about a year before me, so October of 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, and I watched them do it on the live stream, and I was just so inspired. So I knew I, I had to do one as soon as I could. Um, That's that cool. I did I am in UK Bolton and the, the timing just worked out really well and it was a wonderful experience. Interesting, interesting. Like I, I I'm loving where your head's at. I, I feel like um here I've just got something yesterday on on the Facebook. I'm in like part of this Redcliffe Triathlon Club and and they post things to sort of say, Hey, you we're doing this or there's this event on and um I really was never aware of just how many endurance events there are. Like, I mean, Ironman's like such a such a big event, but um, there's an event coming up in in the pool. Um, I think on Australia Day here, and it's a hundred times one hundred meters in the pool, which is like a ten k swim. Oh now, yeah. Yeah. Now, have you ever done a ten k swim before? Yeah, um, I did race open water nationals in Florida when I was in high school. Um, but that one hundred by one hundred set is a pretty common one that we used to is do, it? um, for new year's day. Mm. And, and so it, that seems interesting. Goodness. It, <laughs> it seems so far, the furthest I've swum so far is 5k. Um, and they have to do something where it's like you swim for two and a half, then you get a two minute rest or something. I'm like, Oh, oh you know, I think I might need a bit more rest than that, but <laughs> it's for charity. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm very keen to, to look at that. Um, so, 
So uh, I don't know. I might, I might do it. We're moving house that weekend. Yeah, so you I, should. I have that sounds great. Good reason to get out of it if if I have to. I mean, I'm obviously <laughs> going to help with the boxes or or whatever else. Um, so so you've you've gone on obviously on this journey. Um, you've you've gone and done um, some pretty pretty awesome events. It sounds like you you've constantly been active, and and that's been a, a definite part of your life. But like, how and like, I guess, why did you get started? Um, started in it like it was it just your parents inspiring you to do these things or is there something else driving you yeah I think when I was swimming I was young and I I just wanted to see what I could do I was ready to take on the next challenge and the next challenge um and I have a great triathlon community so I'm from Cary North Carolina and we just have a great group of people who throw on events for people of all ages there were uh, races for kids and then immediately I got thrown into some open water races. Um, and that was just a blast. I knew after my first open water race that that's kind of where I fit. So mm, then I just started looking for longer races. It. Oh, it was so great. I just felt so free and like I could just see, push myself to it, my complete limits. Mm, I like it. I like it. And so we've, I've sort of been following, like I say, your, um, your journey on on the uh, on the social media, the social media. <laughs> it's, there's this cool movie my wife and I love, and it's um, I don't know if you've seen it, but the internship. It's just a funny one. Oh with, yeah. And they're always talking about on the line. You know, it's like <laughs> on the line, online. Yeah, on the line. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like I'm getting old, Shannon, and uh, <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. So, but so like obviously you you're really into this charity thing. Um, and like, a, I think a close friend of yours, like has, has been through some challenges and, and you've really, yes. uh, really driven, um, you know, hard, uh, in and around that. Could, would you mind sharing a bit of that story? Oh yeah, no problem. Um, that was, so it was my friend, Lori Cove, um, and she trained with my mom. They did a lot of long rides together and she was such an active part of our community. Um, she worked for the local government and she, everybody loved her. You know, she was just one of those people that makes everybody smile. Um, and a couple years ago, she was uh, tragically hit while riding her bike on a road that we ride all the time. Mm. And it just, it shocked me and it hit me so hard. And we had, my family and I had discussions about what do we do next? Like, should we really be out there putting ourselves at risk when something like this could happen to anybody and to see it happen to her, you know, it, it really, it shook me up a little bit. Um, but after some long conversations with my family, we decided that we weren't going to give up. We were going to race for her. So that's what we've been doing. Every race that we do. Mm. Um, we think of Lori, especially when things get tough. We just think of how she continues to fight for her life and um, brings joy to everybody through her spirit. So it's been a it's been a good motivator for us as we take on new challenges. Mm. And see, that's an interesting one because you know it's it's not even just like um, you know people that are just in like a local race, whatever. I mean, um, is it Tim Don and um, I think um, you know there's been actually a few high profile Ironman and and other triathletes that have actually been hit. Um, you know, whilst whilst riding, and it it does you know really hit home that we we do need to be uh, very careful when we're out the road. Um, it does then push to the the point of having a wind trainer and, and maybe doing some training inside. Oh, but, absolutely. You know, at the same time, it's like it, that's very um, courageous of you to get back out there when something like that happens to someone close to you. Um, you often see these things, hear these things, and you think, oh, well, that could never happen, you know, to me or you know, to to someone we would know. And then that's for you to respond in that way. That really is inspiring. You know, like it, it goes to show the character of you and your family. 
you know, to be doing that and and then to really be driving a message. I mean, I'm here in Australia uh, and that story is now, you know, made it all the way over here if it hadn't already. Um, wow. and, and, and no doubt will it be inspiring people here. Um, and, and a lot of times I talk about, you know, that, that ripple effect that that people can have, and and I just feel like we're very lucky to have people like you in the world who are you know doing that sort of thing, spreading the message, and, and I bet you Laurie um, loves the idea that you're doing it as well. Is is that something that you've been able to share with her, and and has has, has she been able to um, like I don't know what what situation she's in, or or um, but is she aware that you're doing that? Uh, well, first, thank you so much for saying that. I really appreciate it. Um, and I think so. She is in a house right now where she's receiving kind of 24-hour care. And, um, you know, the family's private about that. So we, I like to respect that from them. Um, mm-hmm. But I know that, that my story has been shared with her by the people close to her and in her treatment center. And she's able to, you know, hear about people who are doing things for her and just know that she's always with us as she continues to fight. Wow. Wow. What a, what a, what a heavy situation. And, and you know, like, um, my, my daughter and I, we were at, um, this re- event on the weekend and, um, one of the ladies had come there and she actually had her, um, daughter in one of those push, um, prams, like for, you know, the, the children that like they're old enough, but you know, they can't run and, and they don't have mm-hmm. the, the capability, I suppose, you know, and, and that was really an interesting moment where, you you come to these events and they're challenging body and mind, um, but then you realise like just how blessed we are to be able to step up to that race and to be able to use our own two legs and 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 run and ride and swim and and do that and basically uninhibited like let alone maybe for a bit of lack of fitness but um, you know and that was a conversation my daughter and I had we were sort of talking about like just how lucky we are. Um, and, and I mean, is that sort of something that you're feeling in your mind when you're, when you're doing these things is, you know, like you're, you've got the capability. Is that, is that come, come across your mind as you're going? Oh, absolutely. All the time. And I don't think there was anything more emblematic of that than, than being at Kona and hearing some of the stories of people and what they've done to make it there. And, um, there was the, the team of brothers that did the race together. Um, and it's just so inspiring. You look around and it just makes you want to do more and race harder um, and just try to accomplish as much as you can with mm. what you have. And there are so many stories like that. I mean, and I'm, I'm not even, I'm like, I'm starting to scratch the surface on finding a lot of people that are doing different things and whatnot. But, you know, like on Sunday, uh, there I saw a couple of people where, you know, one guy had carried his daughter in um, to the water and, um, you know, she couldn't, she couldn't walk. She swam part of the way, him swimming behind her. She then hopped on the, um, on the wheelchair and did her race. I saw two guys absolutely blitz past me on the bike and it was a tandem bike and the guy on the front was the guide and the guy in the back was blind and was, was just, they're a team and they're, and they're, they're tethered together by a strap and in the swim. And, and it's like, what, you know, it just goes to show that like, we really, we really are capable of amazing things. And it's, it's really just one of those things. There, there really is no excuse. Get out there, live your life uh, and, and live it to the fullest, I say. Oh, yeah. And the triathlon community is, is so good about promoting that message. I think that's really what's kept me in the sport and kept me going is just knowing everybody else that's doing the same thing and um, trying to help each other out. It's definitely a lift other people up while you go kind of a sport. Uh, mm. And I, I really appreciate that. And I don't take it for granted. 
I like it. I like it. So, so what other benefits has um, being an endurance athlete brought into your life? It's it's been a part of my life for so long that it's almost second nature, and I don't even think about it. But I think it just sort of it brings me such happiness, and it keeps me going when when things get tough with school or work. It's the one place I can go to really escape and kind of go back into my own head and, and think about things. Um, I think it centers me and it allows me to meet so many incredible people and chase goals that I didn't even think were possible. I always thought, yeah, maybe one day I'll do an Ironman, but it was never really on my calendar. Um, mm. But then I, I started training for it and realized that I could do it. And that was such a turning point, I think, for me athletically, just to realize that nothing was really off limits. Okay. And so that's intriguing, right? So so your, your, your mind gets to this point where it it widens or, or the, or the limit that you might've had in your mind, it lifts. So you now know that like, basically you're capable of doing what, you know, very few people in the world can do. Now, now I know what I mean is growing and then there's thousands of people, you know, going to events and whatnot, but like percentage of the population in the world who, you know, could actually, everyone could, but does get up and actually do this race. Um, you'd be in a very small percentile of people, right? So that, does that then permeate into the other areas of your life? I mean, if, if you can go and, you know, do an Ironman and you've lifted that limit, have you seen in other areas of your life, you know, personal work um, where, you know, the limits have lifted because of what you've done with this um, endurance life? Oh, absolutely. Um, when I was in college, I was um, swimming for American. I was training for triathlons. I was working for my student newspaper. Um, and that was like just I never thought I could do all three of those things at once. But mm-hmm. um training really showed me that, that there are no limits and, um, you can, you can keep adding stuff to to your plate as long as you do so responsibly and and are mindful with what you do. Um, Mm. and then I went to graduate school also not something I didn't really, I maybe thought I could do it, but I didn't really, you know, think it all the way through. And then I got there and I just threw myself all the way into it because I knew I could, because I had seen myself do that with swimming and with running. Um, and so I, I do think triathlon has totally shaped me as a person and given me the strength to chase those goals. I like it. I like it. And what were you studying? Uh, I did my undergraduate degree in journalism and then my master's degree in gender studies. So I'm really focused on uh, elevating the profile of women in sport. That's my primary focus and my biggest passion. Yeah, right. Well, it's a good time. It seems like you have very good timing for things because you know, I know <laughs> what, what it's like in, in the States right now. But, um, you know, from, from what I gather, it's it's really like in, in Australia, it's really bad, like closing pay gaps, um, you know, basically getting equality, you know, in all the workplaces so that we have, you know, at least 50% of women in, in, in roles, in leadership roles, and, you know, which I'm, I'm a big proponent of, a proponent of. I've got three sisters, two daughters. Um, and without women, I don't see how the world pushes on, um, because, uh, my mum gave me life. Um, so that's exciting. Yeah. Um, so no, so that's, so that's really cool that you're, that you're into that. Um, that's, that's again, another, another big hearted cause that, that you're a part of. So, um, in terms of your favorite memory, like you mentioned Kona before, uh, you know, being there, like what's your, what's your favorite endurance event and why? Oh, Kona was absolutely so special mostly because I just it was never on my radar I had watched it on tv I had admired all the people that had done it but I you know never really pictured myself there so that's something that I'll never forget um and just racing down Alehi Drive at the very end it's it's surreal 
Uh, and I think about it all the time. Another memory that really stands out was my final meet as a collegiate swimmer at American University. I dreamed of swimming in college my whole life. And so to be able to achieve that and then have that last race be kind of everything I wanted it to be, it just put a nice bow on everything for my swimming mm. career. It sounds like a bit of a dream run. Like, I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. is, is it a mix of, is it a mix of talent, um, you know, plus mindset for you? Like, you know, I mean, I, I, yeah. Is it, is it a mix of talent and, and mindset? Do you think like, how is it that you've been able to get to these, these levels um, that, you know, so, so many people would just dream of, of, of reaching? It's such a fun question. I love unpacking mindset um, and the question of talent over mindset. Um, I think I like to think that it's it's grit and effort. Um, when I was really young and I was swimming, I had a coach who told me that um, the three things that I needed to carry with me and everything that I did were effort, pride, and commitment. And so I've really tried to live by those standards. Um, and everything I do, I try to do with 100%. I don't believe I'm the most talented person out there, but I like to think that I'll go farther and harder um, or as far and as hard as I can, um, which I think is something that came from my parents. They're both... Um, you know, they both are so gritty in what they do and they really chase it through hard work. And I think they believe that hard work can overcome any talent level. So I like mm. to do that too. Mm. Well, they do sound like great role models. I mean, like, you know, if you're, if you're looking at your parents and they're knock, <laughs> knocking out an, uh, an Ironman, uh, obviously like that, that's, that's a good role model. And especially if they're also then helping you, you know, make decisions to jump in a charity that does sound like you, you, you're cut from, from quite, quite an amazing cloth there. Uh, which sounds excellent. I've actually managed to rope my parents into doing a sprint distance triathlon, or no, an enticer, an enticer, That's which is awesome. like the yeah, like the smaller one at um, in March. So they've they've started training, and uh, my sisters, I think two of my sisters have now started training as well. And it's it's like we've all kind of got this little endurance endurance bug, and, and I can see why. You know, you you we all. I mean, I don't know about it again, America, but Australia, we're, we're probably a little. Uh, more plump than some and you know it kind of gets away from you a little bit you know you work long hours and and you, you're eating foods and it's Christmas time and different things and and you know maybe exercise isn't the most fun where training for a triathlon with some purpose with a date with a deadline uh, and a reason to actually get fit so that you don't hurt so much during the race it kind of all just sort of culminates together um, to, to, to get everybody off the couch. And, and we found in our family that, you know, we're getting to this point now where we're, we're catching up and instead of talking about well, whatever we would have talked about, a lot of that conversation is of like, oh yeah, how are you finding this? Oh, I learned this or my tech, my did a lesson in my, my techniques better now. And now I can swim for further or, or different things like that. So, you know, that's been fun. Do you find oh, yeah. in your, do you find in your family like you know hey I I managed to do a hundred and eighty kilometer ride now like is that the similar conversations that you're having with your parents as you were going through that journey? Oh, hundred percent. There's nothing more special than training for triathlon with your parents. Um, and since my parents did their Ironman first, uh, they had all kinds of advice for me. And um, you know we we have a family group chat. We're sending texts like oh I ran eight miles. Oh I ran ten miles. You know. Mm. Um, so it really motivates me. But. I get so much satisfaction out of training with them and, and being able to do rides and do runs with them. Kind of like what you were saying before, just the ability to go out there and realize that you're able to spend that time with people that you care so much about and, and do this thing together. Uh, it's brought mm -hmm. us so we're so close and I just, it's, I'm so happy that I have this thing to share with them. 
Wow. It's, you just sound like you're beaming. Like you, you really I'm just. I'm smiling and, this whole conversation. Yeah. But it, it's so nice. Like, I mean, even in your, I, I got that sense from, you know, the, the social media posts, obviously our chat now, you know, it, it's really nice. It's nice to just, again, to think that you're just radiating positivity out everywhere you go. Um, so I, I, again, I feel very lucky to, to be able to be chatting with you today. Um, so your favorite endurance event, that's cool. Um, you know, I, I feel like uh, college, college, I mean, I can't, I'm probably going to say all these things wrong, sophomores and colleges and I don't know. But <laughs> no, like, well. it, it seems to me that the uh, in the States, college, you know, to us, like, I'm guessing that's like university, is it? Yes, college? exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like here, university, maybe it's big. I don't know how big it is, but you watch you watch movies and like that that might be romanticized or, or whatever, but you watch movies about America and it seems like college sport is like massive. Whole teams come around football, uh, whole towns come around football teams, et cetera, et cetera. Was that a similar sort of story? Like is that is that the level that it was at for you with that swimming? Yeah, so I wasn't like anywhere near the top. Um, in the nation collegiately. Um, so I swam for like a medium sized school. Um, but both my parents did sports in college. So my mom was a gymnast and my dad was a wrestler. So wow. growing up, I, I always knew that they had achieved that and I wanted to do the same. And I was so in love with swimming that I knew it was a sport for me to do um, at the collegiate level. Uh, and I just had such a wonderful experience being part of a team um, and being able to, you know, represent your school and everything you do in the classroom, in the pool. Uh, I just, like can't even express how much I loved that experience. And I also, I did compete, um, in Scotland. I, when I was in grad school, I raced for the triathlon team there. Um, and that was a great experience too, but in the States, it's just, it's unbelievably special. Mm, I like it. I like it. It's just, it's a whole, it's a whole new world. I'm, I'm, I actually am really loving learning about, um, different cultures and and different places of the world. And some of the people that, you know, we'll be talking to on the show coming up, um, in the coming weeks, uh, you know, India and, and all different places. So, um, that, that's, that's, that's a bit exciting, but certainly appreciate you, you filling me in my, my, uh, my, my, my world knowledge is not, is not that green. So I appreciate, appreciate that. In in terms of your, um, like you, you mentioned um, effort, pride and commitment. I love that. Uh, but like, is there anything else that you think like makes up a successful mindset? Like if, if, if people are listening and they're like, yeah, but you know, am I successful or not? What what would be your um, your take on a successful mindset? Oh, that is a great question. Um, I think there's two things. I, um, I had a sports psychologist my senior year of college and he was all about intention. So you wake up with intention you do everything that you do with purpose and you know exactly what you're headed for and that's what you're doing and, and it's all guided around your goals. Um, so I believe that's, that's a big part of it. The other thing I think, mm. and it kind, of, it kind of ties into that, is just the self-discipline and being internally driven, not necessarily chasing um, you know, material awards or anything that would compare yourself to others, but just trying to be the best you can be, which is, which is kind of cliche, but you know, it's, it's trying to live up to all that you have and maximize your potential with everything that you do. No, I love that. And, you know, I feel like the, the what, what great advice. And, and, you know, it's awesome that, you know, for someone young and, you know, not that being young should change anything, but um, for someone young to hear that advice, absorb it and, and realize how powerful it is and then to actually put that into practice, that, I think that's awesome. Uh, but one thing that's great about that is the fact that it is from within and within is endless. 
with the, the stuff outside Absolutely. and the material and all that sort of thing, it can come to a close. People not, might not be cheering. The money might not come. Um, but there is no reason for that internal drive to ever wane, Absolutely. which is exciting. And I think one thing that swimming in triathlon has taught me is that you don't need to win to be successful. Um, you just need to do your best. And often that will translate into success for you, however that's measured. Um, but it's not about beating other people or even beating a certain time. It's about like giving it everything you've got and laying it all out on the line every time mm. you compete. And I mean, I just get a rush of positive, positive um, emotions and, and, and that just that awesome feeling every time I race, um, I know that I'm getting that similar feeling when I'm training. It just, it, it just constantly feels like this positive spiral of, of improvement in my life. Like my, um, I get to work, I've been on holidays and I got to work, I think yesterday or the day before and people are like, Oh my goodness, you're tanned and you, and you look, and you look <laughs> thin and, and, you know, and, and it's only been a two month journey for me to be doing these things, but it's been nearly a month since they've seen me and, and you know, I don't see the big difference. Like I know I'm, I'm getting leaner and I know I'm getting healthier and, but, it, but it's a nice feeling. Like everything is just getting better, but I'm not doing it to feel more tanned. I'm not doing it to, to get, um, leaner. It's just, they're just additional benefits for living this great life. Oh yeah. It's such a rush and, and to be part of it. And of course, like there are down days and there are down races, um, but there's always tomorrow. So that's what kind of makes it so special. I like it back to that mindset thing. So it's like, absolutely. I, I like that word used before grit, um, you know, and, and that, and that shows that not only are you having to push through in hard times, but also bouncing back, you know, reboundability. Like if something's not gone right, well, how do I get back to feeling at least neutral or positive? Um, Cause I don't want to spend a minute longer than I have to feeling negative. It just does nothing for us, I reckon. Right. And you can use that to drive you too. If, if things don't go your way, you just you know, you take it out on the next one and you mm. do even do even more to make sure that 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 negative thing isn't the last thing on your mind. I like it. I like it. So so harder times in an event, you're you know, you're at oh, you guys are on on miles. Is your, your Ironman's 21 miles? <laughs> so you're at mile 18, say, uh, on the run. You, you've you smashed out this this crazy or, you know, pick any event you like. What are you saying to yourself in your mind at the point in the race where it's like, I am wrecked? What's, what's keeping you going? Are you, is, is it affirmations? Are you thinking of things? What's happening there? Yeah, well, I can, I can give you the specific example of Kona where at mile 18, I was not doing so well. I was uh, pretty nauseous. It was pouring down rain. It was pitch black. Oh, and my no. feet were sore. It's like every step was in pain. But um, I just knew that, you know, eight miles up ahead was a finish line. And I had made it this far. And I wasn't going to quit just because things weren't going my way or I was a little tired. Um, I just didn't want to let myself go there. So I just kept moving forward. I sort of like to always think about, about the next step, you know, one step forward, keep moving forward. It doesn't matter how fast you're going. It's about how much effort you're giving. And I knew that I still had effort to give, even though my body was telling me that I didn't. Um, I know that my, mm. my body likes to tell me that it's tired sooner than I know it is. So, mm. uh, and I like to fight against that. It's part of the fun. Yeah, see, that's I love that. I, I don't know. I, I might have even mentioned it once before on here, but I think it might have been like Jocko Willink, um, or or it could have been Dave Goggins, one of the guys. And it's like an, I'm pretty sure it's a Navy SEAL thing, but where they say that you know once at your at the point where your body or your mind is saying my body's done, I'm gassed, I have nothing left to give. Apparently, at forty percent. You're at forty percent of, like of where you could go. Yes, and 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 it's like you know we talk about that here, my wife and I especially. But there's times where you're just like, no, I don't know if I could go any further. And you think, oh, well, 
what if I just did that one more thing or or swam to that next landmark or ran to that next power pole and next thing you're there. And then, you, like you were sort of saying, just that one foot in front of the other, if you make the goal small enough, well, why couldn't you run another inch, 10 inches, a meter, you know? So I, I like that. I really do like that. Oh, yeah. Um, and I've just tried to do that in everything. If, you know, if something doesn't go my way or I, I don't do well in something, um, I just try to take another step, see what happens. Mm, I like it. I like it. And so any endurance activity goals for um, 2019? Yeah. So um, right now my, with my job, it's it's hard to race uh, frequently, but I'm looking at some fall races. My parents are doing a, a North Carolina 70.3 half Ironman in October. Mm-hmm. So I'd love mm-hmm. to do that with them. Um, I'd really like to do another Ironman, but I know that's a big commitment and I'm not sure if I have the time this year. So I need to um, just take a step back and look at the calendar and plan ahead and see what I can do. But I'm, the October race would be a, be a great thing to be able to do with my family. Okay. Yeah, so 70.3, we've got one happening here in August. And, um, you know, the I've recently interviewed a, a coach on here. I'm, I'm, he's my coach. And um, I've sort of said to him I'd like to, to see. And so we're going to discuss my fitness and where I'm at and talk through all of that um, this coming weekend to see if that might be something that I might be able to um, jump in. So uh, I'm, I'm a little nervous. I'm a little excited. Um, oh, and- that would be great. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just interesting, isn't it? I think, again, I've, I've, t- it's a weird one. Like, everyone's nervous about certain things. Um, it's the bike. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm just oh, nervous about the bike. It's just nine, 90 kilometers on the bike. I did 24, 24K um, on the weekend on the bike, and, and you know, my butt was sore by the end of that. And I guess, like, you know, you, you've done super long cycling, but is it just one of those things that in time, like, you know, your body just gets used to being on the bike and, you know, the, the distance you can go for is just longer and longer? What's your, what's your feeling on the bike? How can you make me feel a bit better about the bike? <laughs> Yeah, I think you definitely can do it. My mom calls it durability. So it's just a matter of doing it over and over and over again. And it's pretty interesting. You, you go to your max and then you go a little bit further and then you go a little bit further. And all of a sudden that previous max doesn't seem so bad. Um, mm-hmm. But 24K, like you're, you're getting there. You're close. That's a third. Um, mm-hmm. It won't take you long to get to the distance that you want to be at. That's interesting. I, I like doing that in a, in a, in any race or any, even training where I start to do things by fractions. And so it's like, when I start out, I've got heaves of energy. So I'm like, okay, I'm a 10th the way, you, right, know, right. <laughs> but, you know, and even if it's like, a t- okay, I'm, a, I'm, you know, a 10th the way in this bike or a 10th the way in the run. And then all of a sudden you get down to like, hang on a minute, I'm past halfway. I love halfway. Uh, that's, that's my favorite <laughs> thing. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, I'm only got a quarter to go. And it's somehow like, even though my body's wrecked or telling me that it's wrecked, it's, it's just gives me that extra momentum to, to keep pushing forward. So I, I love that fraction thing. That's clever. Oh, and, and good motivating too. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Fight the motivator. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I'll get in and I'll do this thing. Unless my coach says I need a bit more time, and in which case I want to make sure I listen to the advice oh, yeah. so that I don't end up injured. But um, I, I'd imagine that he'll probably uh, he'll probably have me ready for it. Um, so, if you people listening in, what would be your uh, what what are your three tips for people that are getting into endurance activities, whether it's swimming, running, riding? cross-country skiing, triathlon, I mean, whatever it is, but what, what, it, probably more so based on triathlon, but what is, what's your three tips? Ooh, that's a great question. I think first you have to make it fun. Um, sometimes triathlon can be long and hard and exhausting and not every day may be fun, but you find the parts of it that are great 
and you focus on those. So for me, it's always been the swim. Like that's the part that I can do. Um, even when I'm not feeling my best, I can always go out there and do a swim. So if nothing else, I get my swim in. And then maybe the mm-hmm. next day I try a long run or, or long bike or something that's a little more challenging for me. Uh, so making it fun is big. The support system is huge. Like for me, it's been my family, my team in college, um, to have people around you who support you in your goals and are also chasing their own goals. That kind of motivates you, gives you that extra edge to go out, maybe do one more mile um, or go harder on the bike than you thought you could. And I like um, that. And- like, so, so do you find, sorry to interrupt, but do you find like, oh, no, yeah, you know, some, some people that, you know, and this, this story keeps coming up, I suppose, with people I'm talking to, but you, sometimes people could feel a little bit bad. They go, they hit out, you know, and do some, you know, the support network thing. They, they maybe start doing triathlon and perhaps their friends are the friends that maybe like to drink during the day and have parties and do different things. It doesn't mean you have to give up your friendship circle, but sometimes when you start down a new journey, you might make some new friends. And it doesn't mean that you have to ditch your old friends, um, but that does sometimes happen, not ditching them, but like sometimes you just happen to be ending up in different circles. Instead of waking up with a hangover at 5 a.m., you're actually out on a bike riding and you and you didn't drink the night before, you went to bed early. Um, Building that support network around yourself, you know, you've obviously got it close to home, but do you find that going in and doing different, you know, events and being a part of this community has actually brought others into your support network? Yeah, and I think you brought up a really interesting point. That can be difficult sometimes when you do have friends who may not totally understand what you're doing. It's a crazy sport. And what when you tell somebody that you're doing a six-hour bike ride, they're going to give you that look like you're nuts. Um mm-hmm. But there are also other crazy people out there who enjoy doing it. So, And you can have a mix of friends. Um, and you know that when you cross that Ironman finish line, everybody, whether they thought what you were doing was insane or they supported you every step of the way, they're all going to be happy for you because they know what an incredible journey you've been on. Yes, I like it. I like it. I like it. So so that was point number two and point number three? Yeah. Um, I think, and this is cliche too, but just like find a crazy dream. Um, take something that you never thought you could do. Uh, find that support system do the parts of it that are fun and slowly chip away at it because um, if triathlons taught me anything, it's that there are no limits. Um, and you're just, it's such an amazing feeling to be able to achieve something that you never thought was possible. Mm, I love it. I love it. So we're having fun. We've got people around us and, and we're shooting for the moon. Why not? Why not shoot for the moon? Absolutely. I like it. I like. Look, I had so much fun having you um, on the show today. This has been uh, an absolute blast. Um, it's really great what you're doing. It's amazing what you've been able to accomplish, and and you know it is very heartening to to think about what um, you know an amazing path lies ahead of you with with the mindset that you've got uh, and the track record of 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 your life so far, which which would no doubt give you a lot of confidence moving into the future. If if people are looking to follow you and 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 track your journey. Um, did you have like the social media handles that you'd like to share? Yeah, sure. Well, first off, thank you so much for having me on the show. It's, it's an honor to do this. Um, and you've interviewed some incredible guests. So uh, I'm very appreciative of the opportunity to join that list of people. Um, You're welcome. I, I am on social media. I am on Twitter at, at Shannon Scoville and on Instagram at Shannon Scoville one. Um, usually posting about training or women's sports or um, anything that I, I'm a journalist too. So anything that I write will be on those platforms as well. 
Nice, nice. It's really intriguing social media. I, I just find it so interesting that I can, I mean, even like I felt like I knew you before we even talk. It's it's just a window into people's lives that that is just, I mean, obviously you, you post what you want to post and everyone posts what they, what they want to post. So we need to be careful not to think that, you know, someone's life is all just what it shows on social media. But it is nice to be able to be plugged in and get that inspiration. Like, I'll log in and look at my Instagram, you know, a couple of times a day. Um, and it's just, I'll see someone like you doing something and you're at an event with all smiles and you're doing something for charity and, or you're training and you did a three hour ride. And I realized like, okay, hop back on your bike and don't just stop at 20 <laughs> minutes, you know? So, so we appreciate you, you sharing the journey. And, and again, thank you so much for coming on. Um, look, it, again, Follow follow along, guys. If you're listening in, um, obviously Shannon is a uh, is a has got a massive heart, and I think that we can all agree that it would be worthwhile following you uh, into the future. Uh, is there anything else that you'd want to add, or you just happy to have been on the show? Oh yes, yeah, so happy. Um, and I appreciate all that you're doing, and I it's it's fun to follow. And now I'll be looking to see if you're able to do that half Ironman um, in August and other goals that you chase. And I, I agree with you. I think social media is an incredible network of support. Um, and it's nice to have the, the space and the platform to put out positive messages um, because there's a lot of negative in the world. But, you mm-hmm. know, when you find when you find people who are um, enthusiastically chasing their goals, it just motivates you to want to do more. I love it. I love it. Well, Shannon, thank you so much for coming on the show. And I'm sure we'll talk again soon. Thank you, Tom. I really appreciate it. Have a great afternoon. You too.